Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our daily devotions. A morning from me, Colin, and a morning from me, Amanda. <laughs> That's just in case you didn't know who we are. Just before we came on air, Amanda, what time did you get up this morning? And and you know, I think it was in the middle of the night. It was a midnight cry, perhaps. I don't know, but um, these are tremendous days. You know, when you're when you're able to um, reflect and the very fact that we're not having to go out, you know, apart from a little bit of shopping and a tiny bit of exercise, there's no appointments that you have to travel to. All that travel time is being saved. Although I, I am, well, we're busier now than ever because it's the whole church coming through this little lens and all the Zooms, the Zooms that are happening everywhere. Um, I held my uh, cell meeting last night and and uh, through Zoom, and uh, we were talking about how how maybe later on, when the coronavirus crisis is over, and when we are allowed out once more for social interaction, and we don't have to socially distance or socially isolate, and we can actually shake each other's hands. Wonder how long it's going to be before we get back to that and hugs. Oh my 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 my. <laughs> That's a long way off, maybe. So anyway, when all that's over, what will the value and benefit be of something like KTTV, for example, which gives people access not only for live um, broadcasting and participation, but also some of the pre-recorded material, which is, which is fantastic for a worldwide audience, uh, as well as people from KT catching up and refreshing themselves on previous teaching and preaching. And then there's, of course, online training programs and um, through the Zoom meetings. I think that a lot of business meetings, uh, when all this lockdown is over, a lot of business meetings and maybe even business uh, journeys will, will be kept to a minimum because it's amazing what can be done simply through one of these means of video conferencing which could save on transportation, save on pollution, uh, and save on time and energy. But then also we'll want to, we'll want to meet. We'll want flesh, flesh and blood contact. We'll, we'll want face-to-face -face contact. And so maybe those times of fellowship will be richer, more appreciative of one another when we can be in, that, in another person's physical presence rather than their virtual presence um, through uh, mass media, social media, live streaming. and But I, I'm finding it a really beneficial time for, for myself spiritually. What, what would you say, Amanda? How are you finding it uh, for yourself spiritually, this social isolation? <clears throat> yes, I think it is a, a, an opportunity to really do a lot more spiritual work and be more involved with the Holy Spirit and with God's word and prayer. It's, much, it's an opportunity to do much more than one would do if you're getting up and doing your normal and rushing off to the work and back again. And So there, there are great benefits as well as downsides. There's great benefits. Yeah. Downsides being that you just don't have that contact with people face-to-face yeah. -face and uh, you just live within four walls. 
And that, um, fortunately, there's a garden out there you can escape into for a walk around the garden. But I don't think if I did 100 laps around the garden, I would get 17 million pounds. Is that what Captain Tom has got? Plus. More than 17 mm. million. Amazing. That's amazing. And that, those are the good stories. Mm. Those are the good stories of what people are doing. And um, I know that maybe uh, in the, the regular media, they're not, they're not necessarily highlighting the activities of people with faith. Um, and again, that's a bit of a problem for them to do that because it's a secular society according to them and if they start look saying look what the christians <clears throat> are doing then they'll have to go around the whole gamut of world religions and say look what that group is doing look what that group is doing so it could be a reason why we're not hearing so much on the news of faith-based initiatives not so much some of it's there but i mean we've got it we've got to tell the story we've got to get the story out which is why we started last week a program it hasn't really got off the ground yet but it's called hashtag Katie without walls. And uh, some of you have sent in some contributions to that program. What, what we're trying to show on that program is news from you, what you're doing um, and wherever you are and how you are serving your community and how you're staying in contact with people in your cell groups or in your church fellowship. Uh, and also how you are keeping yourself, you know, going during this time of lockdown? Um, are you, do you have a routine? Um, are you having to work from home? And what does that really, really mean? I mean, Amanda and I are working from home and it really means working from home, 5, 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. at night. I mean, it really is. So, um, but for some people who have jobs, they're kind of ticking along, uh, and giving plenty of time at home and you are saving time because you know, average journey to work is about an hour or so here in London. That's two hours a, a day, uh, and you're not going out to meetings. And so that's another another four or five hours a week in t that you save in terms of travel. Um, and um, But then there's the extra connections you're making. Some of the cell leaders speaking to them, they're, they're meeting every single day. Yes, they're having a great time. Uh, giving Bible studies amongst themselves, prayer meetings. Socializing on um social media yeah well i'm actually eating together yes cooking we'll, together we'll have to try that yes so people sitting down and having morning coffee together of course you can't share what's on the table you, you've got to bring your own coffee um and people exercising together having exercise classes on social media on uh, zoom classes yes and yeah. quiz shows mm. and joking lots of, lots of fun things going on yeah okay so um all of that is is important. Now, if you want to be in touch with us this morning, 07570 um, 07570-261-697. <clears throat> be on the screen together with the Pastoral Care Hotline, which is 020-7908-1700. 020-7908-1700. And tell us your good news stories, send in photos, a little bit of video footage, that you can take on your on your smartphone, and we'll put that together to to tell the story. But a little bit of food for thought on all of this, and that is what a shame if we wasted this time. <clears throat> it's, it's a great time to reflect. I follow uh, some popular 
uh, speakers uh, on various blogs and vlogs and YouTube channels. I I'm not talking about the people who say don't get a vaccine against this virus because they're going to secretly put a microchip in your hand. Uh, Antichrist is around the corner. I'm not talking about those who say the, the King James Bible wasn't written till 1611. The Bible, King James Bible wasn't written till 1611. No, it wasn't published before 1611, but the Bible existed before that. That was a, the Bible was written 2000 years ago. So, I mean, come on. I'm not talking about those kind of YouTube channels, which, <clears throat> which are putting out misinformation. But I'm talking about the people who are thinkers, who are established scholars, sociologists, journalists, scientists, political commentators, social commentators, uh, people who, who know their stuff, who've written books based on research by which has been peer-reviewed um, and, and serious thinkers. And uh, they are very interested in, in what the future might hold, what coronavirus holds for us uh, in the aftermath of our lockdown how it will change us, how it will change society. And basically, people are saying uh, there will be the tendency for people who want to go back to business as usual and the sense of focus and pressure that is upon them, upon us all, when we're contemplating the possibility of contamination, trying very hard to keep ourselves from not contracting, keep ourselves to make sure we don't contract the virus. Um, and and there is that, that sense of of seriousness and serious reflection reflection on the things that matter, the things that are important to us in our lives, um, and that can go away very quickly. When the danger passes, God is forgotten, and so we need to pray that that won't be the case. That there will be deep change, lasting change especially in the spirit of repentance. Use this opportunity to walk afresh in repentance. Make most of it. Make most of this opportunity. Then also for reflection, what is God saying? What is God saying? And what significance does that hold for us as we're going to the future? It's very clear that God is reminding the planet and everybody on it that we live in a fragile ecosystem and that it could so easily disappear. And, and, if we understand that God is the one who is ultimately in control over things, not saying that God is pulling the strings of everybody, bypassing free will, manufacturing new viruses to punish the earth with. No, but God is in overall control of these affairs. And within the understanding of human free will and self-determination, and also understanding that because of the brokenness of our society and the brokenness of the world, even microbes and viruses are part of the fallen world. They were not part of God's making. That was not God's idea. And it came about through sin and corruption entering into creation itself. But having put all of those things into perspective, we know that God allows he only allows what he can use, and he has purposes here. And one of them is, is a wake-up call. 
It's a wake-up call. Another, you know, people are waking up and realizing, do you know what? It's not as easy. Life on this planet isn't as easy as we, as we thought. Some things could happen. It can change everything in a matter of weeks and months. And, and if that can happen with coronavirus, which at the moment, though it's very serious and it is a killer, it is relatively benign. The mortality rate is relatively small. And should the coronavirus mutate into something else or should there be other kind of pandemics happen with a higher mortality rate? It will make coronavirus look like a Sunday school picnic with what is what could possibly happen. And so we need to get back to God. We need to be right with God. We need to realize that our lives don't rest in our hands only, but our, our, our lives rest in the hands of God. And for us as believers, what that means is underneath are the everlasting arms of an everlasting God who loves us with an everlasting love. I wouldn't be absent from Christ now for more than for anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be without the knowledge of Jesus. I would rather be without everything else but the knowledge of Jesus. And that means that we have an opportunity brothers and sisters, to rise up and proclaim him and to share that our faith, not just by what we say, but by what we do. And so this is what God is saying to us. Also, God is calling for a rethinking of what it means to be and do church. That's what they say today. You know, you know be church and do church. We do church like we do life. <laughs> All right. Let's not mock the modern language or the modern jargon. But the point is, is that it's always been about living together in Jesus' name, being united in the spirit with cross-forged, blood-bought, Father-facing, Holy Spirit-fused, infused relationships to be the body of Christ on this planet, to be surrendered to the sovereign rule of God, and to, to proclaim him and make him known and to know him more ourselves. Do you have a hunger to know him more than ever before? Know the Lord and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. All of these things God is speaking to us. He, he is tired of people playing at church, squabbling with one another. You know, old days when we had carpets, it was, oh, Deacon spending months deciding what the color of the carpet was. Uh, and now we don't have carpets, you know, except the, the carpet where people are allowed to rest before the Lord under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Um, but it's other things, you know, which church do you go to? I don't want to go there anymore. Oh, how about HTB in a morning, Katie in the afternoon, because no other church is doing that. And in the evening, no, I'll just go home and watch EastEnders. So I'm pretending to be ignorant because I know EastEnders isn't on on a Sunday evening. No idea. <laughs> I know. Well, I know, I know it's not. I know you have no idea, of course not. But it's. I don't think it is anyway. Maybe it is. I've no idea. No, maybe it is on one of those other channels, but it's not available on on KTTV. Well, anyway, you know what I'm talking about, um, and that's got to it's got to be over. We that's over. God is looking for radical disciples who will bear fruit for Him. It's time for you to rise up, to take that position of leadership, to hear the word of the spirit. Like the angel said to Gideon, stand up, you mighty man of valor. Amen and amen. Well, anyway, that's just just a few thoughts this morning. That's the introduction. No, no, no. That's 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 quite a bit of the main substance. Yeah. But um, we haven't had 
uh, any any messages no. of of note very recently. So what's up now? You, have have we prayed everything through? No, no more needs. No more no more joys to share. No more tears to be wiped away. No more projects to pray about. Missions to plan and strategize. <laughs> Amanda and I, we, we, Amanda and I have fun. She knows when I'm going over the top, and and she she kind of likes it, yeah. But occasionally she has to say, "Come back, come down to earth." <laughs> what a beautiful partnership! You know, we complement each other. I'm the ment, and she's the comp. <laughs> right. All right. So now we're getting on to it. All right, 17th of April, that is today, Friday, 17th of April. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. All right, Judges chapter 8, Jeremiah chapter 21, Acts chapter 12, and Mark chapter 7. And now you really can go online and you can look at the April revival times. And we called it a good name, survival times. We've survived another month. In coronavirus, no paper copies. Paper can contaminate, but digital information informs you. And so the beginnings of uh, April Revival Times are there for you. And also there is a, a link that retains its link to the daily Bible reading. And they've done that very well for us online. And so if you read through those readings, you will find that you will have read every day, if you read it every day for a year, you will have read through the whole of the Bible in one year and the New Testament twice. Uh, and now I just wanted to share. No, I didn't just want to share. That's not a good way of saying anything. I don't just do it. I don't just do anything. I do it. Amen. And do it with all my might and heart. We shouldn't say, uh, let's just do this. No. We should ever say, let's just pray. Or let's just read. No, it's no. Purpose, purposeful pray. Pardon? Pray purposefully. Yeah, purposefully. Uh, I don't know why. I suppose that expression has been bugging me a little bit. When people say, oh, we just do this, just. No, 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 no. We are purposeful people. So I'm not going to just share with you. I'm going to share with you. All right? Are you happy with that? Yes, I hear you say. <laughs> uh, Judges chapter 7. Gideon's 300 men. Now, it's a long reading, uh, the whole chapter. So I will leave you to read it for yourselves if you haven't already done so today. But, of course, uh, it's all about the Midianites coming against the children of Israel and there is an army, um, Midian, uh, sorry, uh, um, Gideon is able to pull together a very, very large army. Uh, and this army begins in the thousands, thousands. And there were so many of these men uh, who came to fight. And the Lord says to Gideon in chapter 7 and verse 2, of the book of Judges, the people with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand. What? These are too many. Why? Why too many? Surely the more the merrier. 
size isn't everything. In fact, very large numbers can be deceptive and it can be a trap because we could find ourselves very easily depending on our size and our numbers. Kensington Temple is not the biggest nor the best, but we have a significant part to play in the purposes of God in London, the nation and the nations Amen. of the world. And so the Lord says, no, there's too many of you. And if you go out with all these multitudes, you are going to boast over me saying my own hand has saved me. And so God says to Gideon, now go, go get rid of some of those people. Now, I, I wonder if any church leader, this a senior minister, whether he be or she be, a pastor, prophet, a Bible teacher, but a senior leader of a ministry team. I wonder if anyone would have courage. I wonder if I would have courage to take the microphone with the highest maximum audience possible and say, thus says the Lord, if you're timid or fearful or don't like what we're doing, go. I would never say that. I would say, if you're fearful or timid, I will encourage you. If, you. if you've got some problems with what we're doing, talk to us, talk to us, and we'll help you through. And that's the right pastoral response. Sometimes, of course, people just don't want to know the truth. They, they are just uh, continually perpetual belly achers. We can think of a few of those over the 29 years we've been around here, and uh, just a few of them, maybe a handful or two. <laughs> um, and there are people who, who are just negative. I don't know why they're so negative, because maybe they just have never learned that mama and papa never loved you, but God loves you. Papa was bad to you, but God loves you. Your heavenly Papa is our Father who controls heaven and earth, and he has seated you with Christ in heavenly places. That's enough to turn negativity into positivity. N'est-ce pas, mes amis? That was French for, isn't that, that right? right? My friends, mes frères et mes sœurs, my brothers and sisters. Whoever is fearful and trembling, let him return home and hurry away. Ah. Hurry away. Whoo, this is strong words. Then 22,000 of the people returned and 10,000 remained. And God said, nope, <laughs> too many. 10,000, too many, too many, too many. You've got to narrow them down. And then there is this exercise that you go down and see who, who drinks water uh, with their spear and eyes alert to, for the enemy or those who are just lapping water in a way that uh, distracts them and they can't be vigilant. Anyway, all this is narrowed down to 300 men. 300 men. A minority. The minority of the minority. We could also go like this, seeing I'm in the mood for speaking some French. Perhaps the 300, Amanda, were the Crème de la crème. <laughs> you know, the, the quality. And that's what we're after. I want everybody. There, there are some, you know, who are, who are weak. And we who are strong should bear 
the burdens, help the weak, bind up the brokenhearted. And this is always, always a place for a sizable hospital ward in a church for people who are broken and who need to be bound in and healed, bound up and healed and released from their bondage. Yes, but we have been set free in Christ. It's time to rise in freedom and, and we are liberated that we might love Jesus. We are saved that we might serve Jesus. And we are called not just to be easy believers, but to be radical disciples of Jesus Christ. All of this is not sermon material, my friends. This is prayer material. That's why I'm sharing it. It's prayer material. Are we want the people who are radically committed to Christ to rise up like cream to the surface? And you, when there's the cream, we know where to put cream in our recipes, don't we, darling? And we know how to turn from cream into cheese. We know how to do that. And, and and what we're looking for, and please pray for that, is that not necessarily the whole uh, body, as much as I want to see the whole body released, but we need right now leaders to rise up like Deborah did. And Barak, uh, she was a, a mother in Israel, like um, Gideon did when the angel said to this weak, trembling, fearful, diffident lacking in self-confident person by the name of Gideon, called him, you mighty man of valor. So whether there's a Deborah, say amen. Amen. Or whether there is a Gideon, Gideon. say amen. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, or both together. <laughs> or both together or whoever. And, and, and these three, and we need to pray for that. I, I don't know whether this is from the Lord. But it's, I would, I would love to see by the end of this year another 300 cells. When I have those wild things, my faith is released. And I know it is possible. But we need to pray and intercede. That people will make the best of this opportunity. In a couple of weeks' time, we're starting a training program called Raising Leadership, our Raising Leadership program. And we're do, building all the training drawing on all the training resources that we have at our disposal. We are not lacking in resources, training resources. I want us to pray for 300 new leaders, the Gideon company of men and women who will rise up to be leaders in the body of Christ, in KTLCC, right across our network, leaders uh, in cells, leaders of cells, deputy leaders, uh, evangelists and people who will preach the gospel and consolidators and and voluntary workers in the in 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 the cell vision. We want to we want to see them. And, and you know the story goes is that the whole of that battle was won by three hundred people. There was a specific strategy. God worked a miracle uh, through Gideon and his army of three hundred. They approached the camp. Uh, uh, of the Midianites and they had uh, uh, kind of jars of clay and a light in there and they had uh, their weapons and then at a moment time they broke the jars of clay and the light started to shine and suddenly all these lights went on and the people thought they were surrounded and, and there were far more they thought there were thousands and thousands there were there's only 300 and, and God gave them a mighty victory. God can save by many or by few. 
And this is a very significant strategy and philosophy of mine. I work with those who are willing. And the people who are not willing, I pray for. And I will preach to you and love and minister and encourage. But I'm looking for those who will say, I will join my heart with your heart, my heart with Amanda's heart, and we will come through this coronavirus and we'll come through this present crisis and we will believe God for finances. We'll believe God for 300 men and women who are ready to fight for Jesus spiritually. We'll believe God for many, many miracles in this time and whether by many or by few, we can prevail. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen, amen and amen. Okay, well, that's a little bit different today. Don't forget, keep your requests coming. We have some good ideas for prayer. I'm going to ask uh, if this, if you, while I while I pray, will you just check on that mm -hmm. and see oh, if 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 mm -hmm. anything comes in just before the closing moments mm -hmm. of our time together? Well, I hope you've enjoyed being with us this morning and we try to be led by the Holy Spirit and do just exactly how we sense God is leading us. But don't forget these early morning devotions, the emphasis is on the word and the spirit, on reading the Bible and praying together. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the wonderful joy that comes from serving you. And we thank you, Father, that in our day and generation, there is a move of God not only that which is a potential to bring in many, many blessings, but that which is already actually manifesting. And thank you, Father, for 300 new leaders. I'm going to thank you for them in advance. 300 new leaders, men and women, who will step up to the plate, men and women who will put aside their own differences, men and women who will put aside their own uh, over-sense sense of their own needs, uh, well, but trust you while they serve you, that you will meet their needs. We pray again, Father, the blood of Jesus Christ be upon the doorposts and lintels of our hearts and of our minds and our homes and our churches and of our businesses and our schools and colleges to keep us safe and to protect us. Let the healing flow of the Holy Spirit bless and keep everybody in Jesus' name. We have one and prayer request. Uh, Marjorie, who's one of our KT congregation, <clears throat> pardon me, is asking for prayer for Rodell. And she emphasizes that it's not our Rodell in KT, but it's another Rodell who's in ICU with the virus fighting for his life. So, Father, we just yes. pray for Rodell this morning, Lord God. And wherever he is, whichever hospital, you know exactly where he is, Lord God. And we just pray that your healing would touch him today, yes, that the flow from the Holy Spirit of your divine healing would touch his life today and yes, bring Lord. him through this virus to full recovery in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. Do we have time? Let us let us uh, pray through the Lord's Prayer. We yes. won't pause um, and, and expand it or fill it out, but I think we have time if we just simply repeat it. So let me lead mm -hmm. and, and you repeat and right. and, and, and you, you repeat with Amanda. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? But I've just got it here just in case you keep on, on, on track here, the Lord's prayer. And this is the passion translation. Our father dwelling in the heavenly realms. 
Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name, may the glory of your name, be the center on which our lives turn. Be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm. Manifest your kingdom realm. And cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. And cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. Just as it is fulfilled in heaven. Just as it is fulfilled in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider. We acknowledge you as our provider. Of all we need each day. Of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Forgive us the wrongs we've done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulations. Rescue us every time we face tribulations. And set us free from evil. And set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules. For you are the king who rules. With power and glory forever. With power and glory forever. And ever. And ever. Amen. 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 God bless you.